This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. A very happy birthday to the great Raymond Andres. Santiago. Happy birthday, Raymond. Oh, such beautiful words. Thank you, boys. Appreciate every second, every word. Never, Never thought, thought I'd reach this day. I mean, you didn't think you were going to make 40? That came out wrong. I meant to say, I never thought about reaching this stage of my life. i got to investigate that half bedroom. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Never thought I'd reach this day. On 98.7 ESPN. Well, we're just happy you did. Can you imagine... You get a call one weekend, Raymond's dead. Oh, the whole show takes a turn. Why would you say that? Well, because that's what Raymond thought. He's yeah, just well, pleased to, that he made it to 40. That's kind of morbid. Uh, it's like you started the week with. It's Monday. You're alive. Just, you know, you're happy to be here. You are happy to be here. So, I mean, let, let's Take be it. honest. Monday morning, nobody's in a great mood. Monday. Made it to another Monday. You're not dead. That's good news. Not dead. You're not, not dead. dead. You're not dead. You, don't By the way, you, didn't, you didn't send your answers in to Jake Montgomery, the, the social media director that asked you all these questions? I texted him yesterday. Okay. Yeah. Well, he, knows, he knows where I'm at. Who's the person you want to go to the Super Bowl with? Oh, uh, I'm not telling you that. No? RJ, you could go to the Super Bowl with any non-athlete but celebrity. Who would it be? Hmm. That's the question we had to answer. That's a tough question. Guess what John's answer was immediately. John had some interesting answers yesterday. Well, I didn't, I didn't. What did John say? I didn't hear what he said. Walt Disney. Oh, that's right. I did hear that. <laughs> but, or, or Bob Iger. Yeah, because he could learn about like the the plans for Disney as he was as he was eating his second breakfast. Right. Um. That's right. Walt Disney. Uh. What would you say, RJ? Who would who would be your person? The name. I'd have to really do a deep dive, and the, and this seems plausible, and I think it'd be interesting in a lot of fronts. I think the first name that comes to mind. Is Jay Z really? I th- yeah, non-athlete. I think I, I got to be honest, Rick. If you would have given me a hundred guesses, I would have never guessed that that he would go Jay Z. RJ, so were you so like deep down inside? Were you a little jealous that Andrew Gunling got to play volleyball with Jay Z? Very. Yeah. Yeah, very. They. I don't know the story at all. They're at a secluded island. Wait, what happened? You really don't know this? I you swear to God. Story? This this goes way back. I'm never heard you it. Know this story? Never heard it. And he's told this on air. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, we didn't know it until like I knew Andrew for like five years before I knew the story, which is which is wild. Um, but anyway, so he was on vacation like many years ago with his family, and I don't know how they got access to this, but they got some kind of, I think it was like a tour. It was like a small tour where they take you to a small island, and you kind of you know peruse for the day, and there's not a lot of people there, very exclusive, and then they see like a, a massive. But I don't know if it was like a yacht pull up, and they're like, "What is going on here?" And so he, like, he was Jay Z at the time, right? He was, yeah, he was Jay Z, okay. yes. Yeah. And I mean, this, realistically, this is probably by now. I don't, Rick, what would you say, like ten, twelve, more, fourteen years ago? I don't know, probably somewhere on that, yeah. Anyways, so they're on the island and they're playing volleyball, and there's so few people on this island that it's noticeable when anyone. You add more people to it, let, let alone this massive boat pulls up. Pulls up, docks, and they are, by now it has their entire attention. Like, what is going on here? 
and off walks literally Jay Z, Beyonce, and like a couple of people. Oh my god! And they play volleyball. They join their game. They walk. Wait, up. They just say, "Can can we play?" Yeah. Can we can we get in? And they're like, "Uh, yeah." So they they hung out with Jay Z and Beyonce for like an hour. Wow. Like in in a, in a, a group of like in total like ten or less people. Did they exchange numbers at the end? I don't think so. Uh huh. Wow. But he, he said they both couldn't have been nicer, super down to earth. Really? Yeah. So that would be your dream, to go to the Super Bowl, sit there, watch the game, Jay-Z. Well, if you're going to go non-athlete, I would think he has a lot to offer sports-wise. Former mm-hmm. owner, smart dude, billionaire from this area. I think there's but, a lot but of how, does, how does billionaire matter unless you, you think he's going to turn to you and say, do you need, need money? Uh, how he got there. I find so that you, f- you want to learn the tricks of, of him. Yeah, not that I'd become a billionaire, but I, I find that fascinating. I find mm-hmm. his journey fascinating. I find it fascinating you would choose Jay-Z. Raymond, who are you choosing? <sighs> Oddly enough, if, if it's just about learning to make money. No, it, no. That's not what it's about at all. So what? <laughs> this, You choose anybody for any reason that you want. <laughs> Listen. What, what are you going to choose? Like, like, <laughs> like the Ginsu guy? If it's only about making money, <laughs> the Ginsu oh, guy. Of all the people, the you're going to go with the Ginsu guy? Like Ron Popeil? No. Yes, Ron Popeil. This guy chooses Jay Z. This guy chooses Ron Popeil. I didn't say anything about Ron. It slices. Popeil. It dices. It Marianne's <laughs> or Julianne's. I think it's the second one. Yeah. <laughs> I knew I knew I knew there was an Ann in there. Spent a lot of time in the kitchen. Hey, could uh, you could you marry Ann some of the Mary Ann some of those Do me a favor get to that kitchen and, and marry Ann some uh <laughs> and he just keeps saying it like Mary Ann, you moron. <laughs> That's not how you do it. Mary Ann it. It slices, it dices, it marries. Julian's. I can't work under these conditions. They don't even know the basic terminology. He knew it was was some woman's name. RJ's funny today. If you're not going to marry Anna the way I tell you, then get out of the kitchen. Uh, So, Raymond, who are you choosing? I don't know. If it's all about making money, then. If it's all about making money. Sorry, I, I misconstrued the question. I thought we were. <laughs> yeah, it was very confusing. Listen, I'm not operating. So you know what? It's your birthday. Here. I'm sorry. If you'd like to choose someone that's going to show you how to make money, then that's what you go with. Well, no, that's kind of uh, what I thought we were going for. So I apologize. So who are you choosing? If I'm watching yeah, the game, with, it, it can't be sports related, though. It can't no, it be. Can sports be. It can't be an athlete. Right. Non-athlete, but it could be anyone else. Right. In the it whole could world, be like Jim Not an athlete. Right. But see, I'm, I'm the, could be a coach. It could be a coach. Coach, not an athlete. Parcells. Okay, in, in, in that case, not. I'd I'd love to watch it with Belichick. Then Belichick. I, I would love to watch it with. It's a good answer. That is a good answer. I'm surprised. And, at and, the answer. And, and, and and a lot of people don't agree with this. I know it was batted around yesterday because Nick Saban's joined ESPN, and like which people, I said would happen. Did I not good, say that? Good call. They should have put that in the hot take book. I did. It's in the um, book. Oh please, that but, was everybody knew Nick Saban was going to join ESPN. But you know they're batted around like, okay, well who's the next big name to join ESPN? Well, if Rex leaves, you should go. People said, why not Belichick? And they, oh, he doesn't have a personality. Bill Belichick is one of the funniest people that that you actually run into. He just doesn't he doesn't like to show that side of himself. But I, I would love to just like watch football and, and, and pick his brain and, and, and be entertained by him. I, I would have bet money he was going to go with Sam Hayek. I don't think she's watching the game, though. Yeah, he can't really focus on the game. That's not really to watch the game. <laughs> yeah, you'd catch him after, be like, Ray, how's the game? What game? 
Yeah, they played a game. You have no idea. See, RJ, that's the risk you run, though, with going with the Jay-Z and trying to pepper him with questions. Like, at one point, he might just be like, I'm trying to watch the Super Bowl, RJ. He might it, be. B- but what happens if, if he falls in love with RJ? Because RJ is wonderful. And all of a sudden, it's like Jay-Z brings RJ under his wing, and they, they collaborate on something. You know what my, my first product to push to the people would be? Here's our slogan. It's already been developed. Rob it slices. It dices. It Marianne's. That's... <laughs> <laughs> That's never going to go away, is it? Like that, the the show could end in the next year, I guess, possibly. That soundbite will live on forever, won't it? It slices, it dices, it Marianne's. I I always wonder what they were up to on that Gilligan's Island. (laughs) Yes. And then you can ginger something else, too. (laughs) RJ, how much money would have to slip you right now for that to vanish? (laughs) RJ, make sure you put that on Anthony's board so they can play it on the K show. Oh, come on. <laughs> you know, I support it, though. You were confident, Dave. You went for it. You sounded confident. Even when I said Dices, it, I, I didn't Dices, think it was wrong. Marianne's. I didn't think it was wrong. And then, and then I was like, wait, I don't think it's Marianne. Do you I ever, think it's Julianne. Do you, ever, do you ever wish you worked with people who would just be like, wait till the break and be like, Dave, I think it's Julianne. And we let oh it go. Every day. <laughs> You'd be so much less fulfilled, though. Every single day of my life. Not only do I, I wish it, I pray for it. <laughs> it Mary Ann's. <laughs> but I'm so confident, too. And said it with such, like, gusto. It, it slices. It dices. It Mary Ann's. Oh, my goodness. All right, let's go to the calls. Anthony in the car. Hi, Anthony. Hey, guys. How you doing? Happy birthday to Ray. Uh, I just had two quick questions I wanted to, you know, throw out there, and I'll hang up and listen to what you have to say. Who is the most feasible guard that the Knicks should be going after? And secondly, what about a guy like Andre Drummond, who's a real rebounding machine? What do you think about those? I like I like Drummond. I think it'd be a good addition to this team. Yeah, well, he also got. I mean, it depends on what what you think or when you think Mitchell Robinson's going to be back. Well, I mean, Tibbs said the other day, right? I think he said on Tuesday that well, Robinson's going to start working out after the break, like get on the court with the team, practice. So uh, it sounds like he's going to return this season. Right. I also heard Drummond's name mentioned potentially for the Sixers, just dealing with you know, someone that can fill that spot while, while Embiid's out. As far as guards are concerned, I mean, you've heard the names. This depends on what, I mean, what it's going to cost you, how much you want to give up. Right. I mean, DeJounte Murray, I think, is the most attractive one. Yes. Um, Alec Burks is somebody that's been mentioned. Malcolm Brogdon's been mentioned. Bruce Brown has been mentioned. Those are the guys. We'll talk to Woj later and find out, but those are the guys we've heard. Yeah, like, I mean, listen, uh, if the report is true that DeJounte Murray, the asking price has gone down, and that makes sense. I mean, you've heard a bunch of different reports. Like, I've read one that said that deal's close to getting done, one that there's no chance. Like, they're all over the place, but um, we got the guy, we got the best in the business to answer the questions for us. Uh, we sure do. Um, Lonnie in Harlem wants to wish Raymond a happy birthday. Good morning, Lonnie. Good morning, family. Good morning, company. Happy 40th birthday, Raymond Andreas Santiago. Just wanted to call in and wish you a happy 40th. Um, I know you don't like to share nuggets, Ray, but listen, maybe you can share nuggets from the first 20 of your life so that way, you know, you have something to hold on to. 
Yeah. Lonnie, by the way, Lonnie, your, your sneaker take yesterday was a horrendous take. Oh, horrendous. No, 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 no. It was. Horrendous. It was. It was. What did he say? It was. I, it was. I will openly admit that, and I wrote that on Twitter as well. When, I, when I'm wrong, I'll admit that. I did not know there was a certain thing as a special edition of ones. I'm a uh, OG Jordan wearer, so... You know, I, I apologize for that. I do have actually. It's funny. I have a pair of a couple pair of ones that I haven't even did, like collected dust. So well, why do you give it to I Ray for his birthday, Lonnie? Ray, what size you wear? Eleven. Uh, they eleven and a half. So if you know, that's you want to wear six socks. A little extra breathing room. That's fine. Yeah, yeah you, you better get rid of those, Lonnie. Raymond. Lonnie, you better get rid of those before your uh, scorpion necklace attack them. <laughs> uh, you know what? Listen. Rick, I know you're still uh, mad at me about that, clearly, because you haven't answered a message from me in God knows how long, but it is what it is. You know I still love you. I know you still love me, too. But listen, just like I said, wanted to call in. Ray, I know it's a big day. Happy 40th. You guys look like you had such fun yesterday with Debbie, John, and Mike. Um, Also, I noticed the story behind the picture Raymond said on Instagram. I'm not too sure, but I know I've seen an ice cream uh, parlor thing in the background. So it seems like everybody went out for ice cream on the first date, huh? I've done what I came to done. I love you guys. Uh, thanks, Lonnie. What, 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 Raymond, what do you mean there's a story behind the picture? Well, no. No, no. no literally literally uh, behind behind the picture, there's a couple that sat. Uh, well, no, they weren't behind me. They were next to so it. looks like I've been oh, like, they were they were horrendous people. Right. Yes. It looks like I was It looks like I was like just added to the picture later, but it was because it was a tiny place we were at. It was delicious. Yeah, a people, tiny people are accusing Rick of being photoshopped into the picture, by the way. Well, they got to understand the that people, I have a... All, people are the worst. Like, worst. I saw that you get in beautiful sneakers, and I see all these, like, these are awful, these are cheap, these are knockoffs. Like, pe- people always find... The wor- there's a lot that are nice, but the- there's a lot that find the worst in every situation. Well, I'm not even talking about those well, like, people. I'm talking about the people well, that like sat the, down next like to the, us. Like this couple that sat down next to us, yes. Guy was, I mean, uh, Guy, I don't know about the woman, but she was nasty. The guy was high as a kite, and they sat down. And then Debbie wanted to take the picture. We're like, oh, we can do it outside. She's like, no, no, it's nice. We should take it in the restaurant. Right. So I try to get as close to Raymond as possible because there was a table right behind us. And meanwhile, she's trash-talking me as I'm trying to get ready for the picture. She was a nasty She's like, you guys woman. are disgusting. Do I think she was outside. talking more to you than, than us. Like she like, looked at you, you like you're disgusting. No, I, th- I think she said. I think she said you guys. No, I, th- I think the quote was "You're disgusting." Did you play for the Islanders? Is what <laughs> wow. she said. Wow, there wasn't a chance in hell she had that's any what, idea what, what the she, Islanders were. That's what she said. She go, "You're disgusting. You're not. You're not Dennis Potvin, are you?" It was something like that. <laughs> she was a nasty woman. A nasty woman, and an ugly yeah. woman. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she she was a. She looked like she'd been been through some things. The the the, the guy no? seemed, the guy seemed like he had no idea what was going on. He had no idea. He, he didn't know where he was. <laughs> like he was detoxing at that moment. At that very moment. At that very moment. They were probably upset because the hash browns didn't come Mary Ann. <laughs> you know what? I was I was on your side. I was I was going after them. <laughs> didn't sound like it. Didn't you know what sound those, like it. You know what? I'm going to invite those people at the studio one day. <laughs> Just so they could sit next to you and heckle you all show. <laughs> I don't think they'll allow that guy in the building. Yeah, I'm no sure they like won't. that. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E.
Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. A licky boom boom down! The DNR with you, 98.7 ESPN. <laughs> what? Uh, at least I'm not boring. I wish people really knew. What do you mean? It's just, uh, I mean, what a menace you are. What does that mean? You're a I, was, I was on such great behavior yesterday. I, I don't know. I, I got to be honest. Yesterday. I thought I was the star of the brunch. I, I think you were. I, and, I, I mean, and, and you even know that I expected you to be the star of the brunch going in. I thought I was out of this world good. I thought you were fantastic. The place was great. Everything was perfect. I don't think you, I mean, your tipping was a little suspect. But no, I don't that, think so. What a mistake that guy made, though. What a mistake. I, RJ, my tipping was not suspect. I want to be defended right here, right now by you. So I think by, by typical person standard, probably the, the move most people would have went with. Probably what I would have done. However, when you're among, and I kind of understand this, you know, a, a man about town like Rick, there is a, a bit more of an expectation to up the game, even beyond that well, typical level. You know what Rick should have done then? When I left a, a <laughs> nice 20%, Rick should have said, you know what? Let me throw in another $20, no, no. 30 $40. No, no, no. Why? Listen, well, why I not? have no problem. Listen, I'm just busting your chops. You stay true to who you are. They decided what does that, that mean, wanna... true to you? But you belittle me. 20% is, uh, well, a, is a generous tip. I'm just joking. I'm going to put a zero and put, put, a, put, a, line put a line through it. it. Well, I wanted to make a statement. So you can't make it. Listen, the guy decided, or the restaurant decided, to put the tip included. Right. Which is fine. So this is how much that, that, that they gave themselves 20%. And, and, and I decided that, that, that was good. I was, what I was saying is this is that I didn't want you to pay for it. I was going to pay for it. And we both had our credit cards out at the same time. And now this, the waiter had a decision to make. Right. All I'm saying is he's made the wrong decision. Maybe. He cost himself some money. How, what do you think he cost himself? 20 bucks? Uh, yeah, probably around 20. Okay. I mean, by the time that gets split down, what is that, $3, $4 for him? Uh, well, it's, it's more money. Okay. But you it's know what? Mistake. If you wanted to, you could have plopped down 20 and just said, you know what? Here's an extra 20. If you needed to be the hero, why would I do that? that? He didn't. Ch- he didn't choose my credit card. Had he chose my, has he had he chosen my? Yeah, credit but I card, was then... very, very like. Are you trying to be sneaky? Too? I was very well done. Like I handled it really geniusly. Yeah, like, you're I trying to be quiet. sneaky. I was like, Listen, let, let me get the check over here. He actually did egg yolks yesterday and everything. Yeah, but I was still. I had a very healthy breakfast. I like RJ, who, was, who went crazy. RJ, those pancakes look delicious, and you ate them in probably forty-five seconds. Yeah, it was a regret the whole day, the whole day. I I really after I got home yogurt dinner salad I I felt guilty. They got the best to you. How about, <laughs> I just didn't feel great. How about when Dave? How about when Dave? The guy. Oh, what did I do? It's like how come he got the crispy bacon? <laughs> well, I mean, is you didn't find that to be odd? John, John orders bacon and just orders whatever. 
And I hate that, like, fatty bacon at the diner. So I made sure to order mine very extra crispy burned. Mine comes fatty. His comes crispy. <laughs> he got the crispy bacon. Yeah, he did. Uh, answer this for Mitchell K. He says, I'm very confused here. Why were the people being so nasty? Maybe you guys can enlighten us. What did you do to them? Nothing. They thought that we were, they thought that we were too close to their table when we were posing for the pitcher. But and the pitcher took, took like maybe 20, 20 seconds. Maybe 20 seconds. And the only reason it took 20 seconds because the, the guy taking the picture decided he wanted to take 50, 50 right, seconds. Right, all of a sudden he turns into Herb Ritz, right? Yeah, right. He's Ann Leibowitz all of a sudden. Well, they were just, she was. She, they were just not nice people. Ugh. Uh, good morning, Dave. I hope the show Breakfast was a huge success. Please wish Raymond a very happy 40th from me. My favorite part of the show is often hearing Ray crack up with laughter in the background. On a side note, I'm a Giants fan from England this weekend, uh, but this weekend I stand with RJ. Go 49ers. Very nice. I think we all stand united for RJ. Absolutely. I'm just having a real hard time talking myself into the Niners winning currently. I feel the same way. Which is affecting my score prediction. I feel the exact same way. I want, I, listen, I, I'll be honest with you. I'm probably going to pick the Chiefs, but I want to be wrong, and I want RJ to, to have that victory and to win. But I just, I, how do I take, Somebody other than Patrick Mahomes in this spot. Well, not only Patrick Mahomes, though. I mean, it's just uh, the way that San Francisco's defense has looked. It looks terrible. Hasn't looked good. I mean, uh, Patrick Mahomes is not making mistakes. I mean, San Francisco has not done a great job putting pressure on quarterbacks. Spags are the defense. I mean, Kansas City's defense. Right. Right. But I, but then the, the, on the flip side, there's this little, like, like voice in my head saying, yeah, but it's the Niners, and they're, that's a good football team. Don't sleep on them. Well, no. I mean, in theory, they should be. I mean, talent-wise, they should be the better team. I mean, they got they got the best left tackle in football. Look at the right. amount of weapons that they have. Right, but the quarterback's not close. Their linebackers. I mean, you name it. Like they. I mean, they should be. It's just you haven't seen it yet. No, but that's concerning. No. Yes, it's concerning. Let Let's be fair. And RJ, you might yell at this. The Niners are lucky to be here. The Niners could have easily lost to Green Bay and probably should have. And the same with Detroit. He knows that, and that's why I, I, he's not. I don't think he's as confident as he wants to be right now. Right, I'm, I'm sure that's the case. Let, let's take a call or two, and then we'll break. Come back, and we got the big fifty uninterrupted minutes. Ozzy in Queens. Hi, Ozzy. Hey guys, um, well, I can't believe I got to. I'm a big fan. Been listening to you guys since 2019. I got a couple of questions. Uh, what are the odds since Spike Lee kind of shut you guys down in the court side? What are the odds you guys get? Let me get sit in the studio and watch you guys episode. What what did he? We got to let you go because I can't really hear what you're saying. What did he say? Well, yeah, I mean, it would have been easier to ask him what he said to repeat. I don't know. But I didn't said. understand the first time, so now I'm going to ask him. It again was about to Spike Lee. What are the odds? I think I, I think asking Spike to come in the studio. No, um, forget Spike. it. I don't want Spike in the studio now. Spike, Spike really shot us down. I hope yeah. Spike's listening. As Spike really, the fact that he didn't even give it any thought really hurt Dave's feelings terribly. Because I, I mean, I love Spike and I love a lot of Spike's movies and. Was said, you know, how about bring us courtside? We'll hang out. I think we have a lot to offer, and it was just an immediate no chance. I got to tell you, too, and this is no offense to Spike. I love the fact that he listens. I mean, there have been a couple calls where we just, that weren't great calls that we kind of just let go on because it was Spike. So to just kind of dismiss us, (laughs) disrespectful. Do you think Spike's a bad caller? No, I'm not saying he's a bad caller, but there have been a couple moments. He's bad moments, and because it's Spike and we have so much respect for him, we kind right. of just let it go. And, and we give him the hotline number. He doesn't have to wait on hold like everybody no. else. No, and then you say, hey, you know, maybe one, we didn't even say what kind of game it was. It could, no, I'm just, not saying like game seven against, no. the, you know, against the Cavaliers. No, it's like you know, at some point. 
I mean, he could have even said, when I'm, when I'm away, when I'm traveling, shooting a movie, how about I give you some tickets? Yeah, I mean, uh, we didn't uh, like we didn't ban him for some of the fraudulent behavior where he's on the court on his back taking pictures of KD and everything else wearing his Brooklyn stuff. We didn't ban him for that. How, how about the one time years ago when Spike called? I was doing the K show, filling in solo, and Spike called and said he thought Christoph Porzingis was the best player in the NBA. Yeah, and you let it slide, right? I, of course I do. Of course. Because there's a level of respect there. He has none for us. None. I think it's more me than you. I think you asked, and he probably says yes. I don't think so. I, I, think, I think so. Maybe he spoke to that woman from yesterday. You're, listen, you're the star of the show. We all know I, it. I don't believe that for a second. I'm just a sidekick. No. You're, you're nobody's guy, sidekick. I'm just the guy in the you're corner. You're nobody's baby. Getting yelled at nobody by... Nobody puts you in the corner. By a nasty lady. That's it. She me. was so mean. Obviously, she was a Rangers fan. I think that goes without saying. I don't know what she... I don't even know who, if she knew who she was at that point. No, she was a disaster. I think there's a chance they, they like got up and ran before they paid the bill. <laughs> <laughs> don't you think so? I don't know if they were capable of running at that point. Yeah, <laughs> they could barely pick up the the glass to no, drink they a did sip not, of water. They did not have a lot going on. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. I have a surprise for Raymond. Is it, his per- is it his finally his birthday present or no? No, Ray. Have you received your birthday present yet? Uh, last I checked, I didn't see anything okay. new in my inbox. Okay. Well, you you keep looking. Um, no, there's a a really. I think I think this is a lovely birthday. This is nothing I've really done. A lovely birthday present for Raymond, though. Should we present it to him right now, Rick? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, definitely. Okay. All right, uh, RJ. If you go to line three, that would be great. Uh, good morning. How are you? Good morning, sir. How are you this morning? Oh, uh, we're we're doing great. Why don't you introduce yourself to the uh, the radio world right now? My name is Raymond Santiago, and I'm Raymond Santiago's dad. I'm very proud of my son. I say that emotionally because he's an awesome, awesome individual. I want all you guys to know that. I know you guys work with him, but I get to live with him. The reason he is the way he is is because of us. We've had a lot of tragedy in our lives, and our son probably you know took it to heart. You know that he reached the age of forty. But you know what, Ray? You are awesome. Happy birthday. We love you so, so very much and so very proud of you, son. Thank you, Pop. I love you, too. Good morning. I hope you're doing okay out there. I'm doing well now, buddy, because I got underrated to talk to you. <laughs> wow. I mean, That's how, pretty freaking cool. How great is this? Mr. Santiago, I got to tell you, you have, a, you have a wonderful, outside of him being a Cowboys fan, which you know is a real problem, he's a great kid. Uh, you should be if proud, I, and we love working with him every single day. If I can share one nugget, like you guys say, you know, yep. that you always want to share nuggets. Yep. Raymond, at the age of five, in barbecues, family barbecues, while we're playing dominoes, he's talking sports. Everybody was coming up to Ray at the age of five. Ray, what do you think about this guy? Ray, what do you think about that guy? At the age of five, we all knew that Ray was going to be special in sports. So he's living a dream. God bless you, son. Thank Mr. you, Bob. Mr. Santiago, um, this is what a cool moment this is. I think we all are wondering the same thing, and the question has to be asked. Uh, are there times you listen to Dave be nasty to your son and you want to drive into the city and punch Dave in the face? 100%, but my son always tells me that that's part of the show. You know, it, it, it is what it is, but sometimes like, what is wrong with this dude? <laughs> but God no, bless that, 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 that's not, that's, I'm sorry that he asked that because he wants to make me look foolish. Here, here's the real question, no. Mr. Santiago. With all, with all due respect, what, what happened? Yes, sir. Like what? Like you, what? you root for the Giants, right? 
I root for the Giants, hundred yeah. percent. I root for the all New York teams. My Jets, my oh, Giants, right, right, you know, right. Yankees. How did how did how did he get away? How did he let this one slip away? I, you know, Ray was always into the Cowboys, always into the Cowboys. As a little kid, buying figurines, and you know, he was always into the Cowboys. And obviously, you guys know he played high school football. Let me tell you, he he tried, he tried his best to be one of the better players in Perth Boy High School. But I mean, it's just amazing. He's a wonderful, wonderful human being. I'm so proud to be Raymond's dad. I want the world to know that. I think I think we all know, and I think he feels the same way about being your son. So listen, thank, thank you. you for calling. Ready? You, thank you, want you to say, sir, for having me. Of course. You want to say goodbye to your dad? Uh, Pop, I love you. Thank you. I'll call you later. <laughs> Take care, buddy. Have all a right. safe day. You right. better. Right. And that is Mr. Santiago. What a nice man. That's Big Ray. You can just call him Big Ray. Big Ray? And he's Big an intimidating Ray. guy, isn't he? Uh, you tell me. Well, I, I never, I never Big Ray met comes him. On for, Big Ray comes on for what, three minutes, four minutes? Yeah, yep. something like that. Yeah, a, immediate nugget. Nugget right away. We've worked yeah. with you how many years? Barely get squeezed a nugget. We barely get anything. We, we, you once milked the cow in a farm. That's what we get. No, he didn't even milk the cow. He just right. There were no the cows. There was That's no right. cow. There was no cow. All right, you bailed hay on a farm. By the way, f- figurines? You don't remember like the starting lineup figures and stuff like that? You know what I'm talking about. I guess. I don't mean you guess. Of course you know what he's talking about. Did you have like Cowboys pajamas as a kid? I might have. Yeah. <laughs> I might have. Definitely had uh, definitely had bed sheets with the logo on them at one oh, point. Of course. Like John Tavares? Yes. Just yeah. like John Tavares. Uh, what, 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 how cool is that? I'm surprised you didn't weep. I mean, I, my dad's not with us anymore. Hearing that, just that, that's beautiful. You can hear a little bit of it there. Uh, that's beautiful. Yeah. My, my dad is, uh, he wears his heart on his sleeve. He's he's a very he, he's you you're never not going to know how my father feels. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's good. Yep, that's a good thing. I mean, you know that your dad loves you, and that's a great way to go through life. As he said, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's beautiful, Rick. I mean, that that you got to get emotional with that, right? Even I did. Yeah, you kind of don't have much emotion, right? I think. <laughs> oh, what do you mean? I, I don't have much emotion. I mean, after that woman just scolded you yesterday at the diner, I think maybe she knocked the emotion right out of you. Uh, she uh, she sent me into a little bit of a tizzy. I don't I don't understand why she was so nasty. No, she was so mean. She was so mean. And it was like she was just it was all pent up. Like she couldn't wait to tell me that we were I know. all we saw. Um, look at what she was staring at the whole breakfast. Why was he wearing big sunglasses? Because he the was because he was he was mangled. He was <laughs> mangled. His pupils bro. were dilated the size of uh, onions. He was mangled. I they gave him a menu. I don't even think he knew that what it said on it. Um, uh, no, but that's Ray. That's great. I'm glad that he called in. That was awesome. Forty's a big one, man. It is a big one. Forty's a big one, and it's it's further proof that uh, the Santiago family would at some some point like to punch Dave right in his face. Now, why would you bring that up? By the way, such I a think nice everyone moment. wants to know. No, it was such a nice moment. It really it was like his dad called. I was very nice. Raymond was nice. The, the, you know, his father got a little emotional, and and you got to bring up. Would you like to punch Dave in the face? You had to know that was coming, though. But that wasn't. You would, would you agree, Ray? That wasn't nice of him. Now why did you? Why do you I, go I with the think, spirally voice I don't voice think guy? it was. I don't think it was nice. <laughs> Nice isn't what you're going for there, but but no, like he, he, I went for nice. I, I can tell you this: there there's been many times where he's told me after facts, like I was very close to calling, so he he ended up calling today. But I'm he, glad he did. I've, I've I've always worried that that he would that he would hear something you said and take it the wrong way, and then he and then he'd call in and go off on you. I was hoping that that wouldn't happen. So, but that no chance of that today. It was it was all happy and good vibes. And, so. and you don't you don't look at the way I handle myself as a professional. You don't think I was kind to him. Oh, you were great. You yeah, were great. My goodness. But but you I know, think I'm an animal. You know, uh, in in a couple of weeks, if th- some cowboy related comment comes up and you say something uh, a little off color, he might call back. 
I now, welcome that call. Now, now he's established that the, that the number works, so he, he he could call in. Good. I welcome him to call. I want him to call. I want to battle with that man. See, there, there, there it is. There I'm it not scared is. of him. I'm not scared of anybody. Let's go to Mike in Massapequa. Good morning, Mike. You're on 98.7. Good morning, fellas. Happy birthday, Ray. Big 40. Just want to wish you the best. Let's go, Cowboys. Um, that's a really tough call to follow right there. But um, I just wanted to touch on the Knicks. I absolutely um, enjoy watching this team. They're fighting their, their butts off right now. Um, with all these injuries, though, um, I do want them to make a pretty good move. Like, obviously, for me, Murray is the choice, um, especially if Brunson is down a little bit. Murray's a great scorer. He could handle the ball. Um, I, I for, for me, I'm enjoying the regular season. I know a lot of Knicks fans aren't. Um, because they call in, oh, they're not calling in. They're they're calling in and saying, oh, what are we waiting for? We want the big, you know, splash or the championship. But as a person, um, 34 years old, who's never really seen a championship, my first one was a few weeks ago when I saw Michigan won, but I've never seen a championship for all my teams. So I'm just enjoying all these moments, and I love watching this team. Can't wait to see tonight. All right, good call. Appreciate it, Mike. I mean, yeah, DeJounte Murray would be a tremendous addition. But you know what? There's something, Rick, about watching the journey. Instead of just you know, getting here, like, clearly they're building something. Clearly we're heading in the right direction. Clearly there's something special on the verge of happening, it feels like. Enjoy the journey instead of needing to be at that moment right now. Right, but I think we all struggle with that, though. I mean, just in general. Struggle with that in life, but I, mean, I, I, don't I think get so too. Deep with this whole thing, it's funny. My first thought when he said that was, "It's how quickly we forget how bad it was that this was a laughing stock in the NBA for how long?" Right, and now I mean, we'll talk to Woj, even listen to some of the stuff Wendy said. I remember we had Wendy on the show not too long ago, and we asked him like, trying to you know give us like uplifting Knicks conversation. He's like, "I got nothing for you. Like your 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 assets aren't very good. You're kind of in this weird spot. You're not run well." And now it's it's the polar opposite of that. Right. You got expiring contracts. You got a huge amount of draft capital. You have players that other teams would want. Now you're in a great spot. Right. You got two all stars. I mean, team fights like hell. They're gritty. I mean, it's everything you want. It's just, I mean, it, it, we all understand that the 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 goal at the end of this is is a championship. So I I get you want to kind of fast forward to the playoffs because that's that's really what you're you're looking forward to, but. Like just enjoy the fact that yeah, you know hard, when the though. Knicks. Well, but I know. But listen, like it's it's not a chore to watch this team. There are plenty of teams in this town where it feels like it's a chore to watch them. Like no, you're a fan. I got, I, got, you have, I got lots of those teams. Yeah, right. Me too. And now I actually like it's exciting. Like I'm looking forward to watching the game tonight. As you should be. I just hope Brunson plays. I'm just happy it's not serious. Thank God for that, Danny Long Island. Hey, Danny. Good morning, guys. Dave, you said nobody puts Ricky in the corner, but if you look at the picture yesterday, you are really in the power position. It changes my entire image of the game. It is Dave Rothenberg surrounded. Poor Rick. It's not good. That's a shame because it was a good call. I think you you got enough context out of it. Yeah, I think you did really well. Yeah, let's just, it's just, listen, I have no problem taking the backseat. No, but you know, we had a great time. I'm I'll not, tell you I'm, what, I think we found our spot, too. You like that place, right? I do like that place a lot. The breakfast was good. Had a, had a little nook in the corner. Yeah. I, I just thought it was a really good spot. And RJ said yesterday, and I don't know if we can do this, but I'd like to try quarterly. I think we could do that. It didn't, it didn't crush me, surprisingly. Really? Yeah, I went in like, oh, I'm going to get killed when I get 
get on the road. What was the ride bad. home like for you? Uh, it took me just like regular. So it wasn't terrible. No, a couple patches, but nothing crazy. Good. Because somebody actually sent me a, a text that said, I have very bad news for you. I said, what's the matter? And he sent me a, a, a link to the story. Biden's in town. Oh. And he goes, Rick's going to get crushed on the way home. It's weird. When I, I walked to my car and drove north and then got on the West Side Highway, I saw police officers at every single block. Every block. There were maybe, I just, maybe I just missed it. I don't know. But I'm glad. Because had you had a, a rough ride home, I don't think you agree to a quarterly. No, probably not. I think it was. Still, I loved everything about it. I'm telling you, and this is no joke. My own, my my true fear, and thank God I had like five or six cups of coffee because they just yep. kept filling my cup up. Is that I fall asleep on the ride home? That's it. Which would be awful. I wouldn't. I don't think it'd be great. It was the perfect brunch, though. It was perfect. Didn't take too long. Food was good. Company was great. It was just. It was. It was. It was elite. That was an elite brunch yesterday. Well, the beauty of the station is we got great people. I really like like everyone there. Like I consider a genuine friend. Like, I, I adore John. RJ's the best. Raymond is wonderful. Debbie is sensational. Mike Brownshire, I wish I saw more of him. Like, these, these are great people. You, I mean, it, it, I had a great time. I'll tell you what, though, and I like it. We're, it, it feels like we're starting to see a lot more of Brownshire. He's around more. I like he, it. I, I, he's got something I like. I, I like everything about him. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Brownshire. You, did you hear what he said yesterday, by the way? I, I heard a lot, yeah. He, what listens, else? What? he listens to us when he showers and soaps. Oh. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Yeah, I thought I so. I could see that. How about Debbie? The Keisha was so jealous, too. How about Debbie taking time out of her day to come come down and meet us? Right. And it's not like she was even in the city yesterday. She came into the city for the brunch. She, I mean, what a treat it is to get to work with her. She's part of the family. She At 100%, she's part of the family. RJ? R- RJ? Yes, Dave. You had a great time at the brunch? Wonderful time. You thrilled you went? Absolutely, and we uh, proved this is proof of concept. We did it. We did really. We really did. We followed. What was last? What was the last thing we followed through on? Uh the, the literally over a year the K show. Yeah. I think so. See you. See you guys again in a year. No, that that's a year and a half. I think it was November yeah. of yeah. right of twenty two. So I think I think quarterly with the proper planning, very doable. I agree. Couldn't agree more. Um, are you ready for your little observations? And your did it happen in Florida? Sure am. All right, let's fire it up. I'll go to observations if and when I want to go to observations. These. Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fired. Are knobs. Playoffs. We'll talk about playoffs. And this. Have a nice fight, Mike. Off. Is observations. All righty. RJ. Yes, Dave. Just keep in mind, 8 o'clock, I got to do a top of the hour ID. There are a few things that I'm more focused on right now than that. Good. Okay. Just want to be on the same page. By the way, hmm. 8.30, you know what's happening. Woj. That's right. So I, I will typically tell Alex if we have guests coming up the next day. I'll be like, Alex, guess we have coming up tomorrow. And I'll tell him, like, eh, whatever. As he's going to bed last night, I said, Alex, guess who we have coming up on the show tomorrow. I don't know. Who, who is it? Woj. Woj? Like, he, it moved the needle. And if there were ever a day, I mean, I guess free agency, the, the opening of it, but that kind of that kind of starts sputtering in all through a, a couple of days. If there were ever like a specific day, I think this has got to be that day, right? It shows how great you are at your job. 
Uh, I don't know about that. Let's wait to get him out first before you say that. <laughs> you think it might not happen? <laughs> you just never know what can happen. Oh, that would you'd have egg all over your face if that was the case. <sighs> That's right. That's right. Poached egg, one might say. Knicks Lakers last weekend is where we begin. This was funny. If you were watching, I believe it was that an ABC game, I think. Yes. Uh, Josh Hart <laughs> was caught at one point on Mike. He had just fouled LeBron. He pushed him in the lane. And he went up to the referee that made the call. And luckily, there was a microphone to pick it up. There's no way you can see that unless you have x-ray vision. Now I'm going to sit here and say, I pushed him. And it was a great call. But I'm just saying, you couldn't see that. (laughs) What is he complaining about? Well, he's not complaining. He didn't see it. He did it, but there's no way you you could have seen it to call it. All right. Given the angle, by the way, I don't think he's wrong. I think you can make an assumption, but uh, maybe maybe that official does in fact have X-ray vision. Maybe he does. Uh, I saw this uh, uh, Jalen Brunson. Um, this is uh, going back a couple of days on Instagram. He shared a story about Ryan Archidiakono, who frequently it's messed up, frequently plays. I guess for the Knicks, a few, a few minutes, a man, a few minutes. Uh, and doesn't often uh, dent the scoreboard. So <laughs> typically, you know, when you see teammates around the league, they share stories about their their buddies that are what positive, right? Well, look what all star voting or whatever. The story that Jalen Brunson shared to all of his followers was that Archie Diacono was the first player in NBA history to play twenty straight games without scoring a single point. Do you know who they are? They're <laughs> us. They, their <laughs> dynamic is like this. It's like if there's a mistake, if there's an issue, if there's a problem, they call it out with love. Like they, they destroy their teammates, but they destroy their teammates because of that locker room fun dynamic. I think it's great. Brent's had 400,000 followers on Instagram. And no context, no anything. ESPN story, Ryan Archidiakino, the first player in NBA history, 20 straight games, zero points. You know what the amazing thing is? Ryan Archidiakono in, in college awesome was, a, player. was a star player. A star player. Awesome player. So he, It just goes to show you how, how what, what a jump it is to the next level. That was actually... So that that tournament, if you remember, there were, there were Elite Eight games and first weekend games at the Garden. Villanova, this is before they won a title. Um, they were there. That, you're just talking about Villanova. That was the... Uh, closest I've ever been to like live action. We got to go down and we were like, we were sitting like courtside, like in the media area. And just to see how fast even the college game goes up that close, because I don't get that close usually to anything, is wild. And I believe back then he was one of the players of the Villanova team. To, to your point, Dave. Very what, a, what a story. Uh, Lou Williams was on the big pod. With oh, Shaq. I'm glad you got this. I was going to bring this up the other day. A tremendous, I mean, it, we're all fiends for Kobe stories. This is this is one of those. Uh, here's Lou Williams. He got upset, and he said, from now on out, I touch the ball every time down the court. Y'all going to learn what it's like to play with Kobe Bean. Right. Is it true he came in the locker room and everybody that was wearing his shoes, like he, he took them back? Clean that out. <laughs> clean that out. Are you serious? This was the same rant. We got blew out in Portland. He went down the line one at a time and told everybody what was wrong with him. And then, but the story, so the story finishes, Dave, is that he has the equipment manager then go in 
and take the uh, the equipment cart and take every every player in the team that wore his shoes right out of their stalls. Oh my God! Said they were too soft. They were too what soft savage. to wear his shoes. What, what what was the genesis of him being so angry? The, uh, they just weren't playing well. That was a tough loss. I guess that the loss was to Portland or whatever, and he thought they were all soft, so they didn't deserve to wear his shoes. Oh my God! <laughs> so he he took back his shoes. Yep. Yeah. Everybody's what a savage. Too soft. Take them off. Wow. Do you remember the time Kobe had? I think it was the year he blew his Achilles. And he he was on one of the late night shows. I think it was Jimmy Kimmel, but like they oh, played the Charmin thing. No, no, the, not the Charmin thing. But like you know, they they Jeremy Lin was on the Lakers at the time, and he played he had played them a clip. The team the team was obviously terrible. He played them a clip after they had they had won a rare game, and they were all like young guys just laughing, hamming it up for the camera. And he played it for Kobe, and Kobe just had like the angriest oh, look I on do. his he face. Had, he was furious about it. <laughs> he was furious at the fact that they that he didn't they were find celebrating. It remotely funny. Not at all. Not at all. I so, do remember that. So Lou Will was on the team, and this was, I guess it started, I'm doing a little reading on it now, was that it started with, with Nick Young. You remember Nick Young? He had a mm-hmm. little bit of a, a moment in the sun. And Kobe was not happy with the way Nick Young, and, and others, but I guess it started with Nick Young with the way he was playing. And I guess they <laughs> went to the equipment manager, and he said, <laughs> he said, all y'all bleeps are soft. Give me them shoes. I love it. He's a savage. Well, I guess high expectations, man. You got to play to a certain level. It It matches up with what you expect these stories to sound like. That's right. Which makes it the best part. I'm sure going through it, though, that was probably not not super fun for uh, for Nick. For his teammates. (laughs) Must have made it for a little awkward moment, huh? Uh, You know what else is a little awkward? Kadarius Tony. Hmm. He's had an interesting week or so. So if you remember, going back to the AFC title game, he was a scratch. And... I actually tend to believe Kadarius Tony here for what he's about to say because when Andy Reid was asked about it, he was very quick to cite, well, he's been on the injury report. As if to say, hey, league, don't find us. We did everything the right way, even if this injury's, you know, not on the up and up. So Kadarius Tony was scratched for an injury. And he goes on Instagram Live about a week ago and he addressed allegations that he was hurt and could have played through it. Man, that cap. I'm not hurt. None of that. Say that. Oh God, not hurt, none of that. It go from hip to ankle to this to that. So he says, though, does Kadarius Tony, that some of that dates back to how he was handled by the Giants medical staff, which I don't really follow. What is? I mean, why is he so obsessed with the Giants? He does not like the Giants. I, I get it, and you know we don't like him either. Go Seems away. That way, yeah. Seems. Well, does he not like? Is he lack such self awareness that it's like that? It's not adding up to him. That why? Why are both teams doing this to me? Well, you say lack self-awareness. Kadarius Tony asked this week, a couple of days ago, are you, this is a real question, a number one receiver in the NFL? You're number one receiver in this league? Yeah, if I get it, yeah. If I get the ball, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I can't believe that Dave Gellerman looked at this guy and thought, I, I have to draft him. I'll tell you who wouldn't be wearing Kobe sneakers. No. No, he, he, Kobe wouldn't allow him to wear any sneakers. Take you off there barefoot? Be running running around in socks. Here, too soft to wear any sneakers? No cleats for you? Yeah, nothing. If they step on your toes, so be it. Yeah, I don't know how you play him at this point. I mean, listen. You can't uh, play him. Like, at, at some point, that's going to, like, you, you got to put two and two together. Like, I'm a first-round pick. Giants didn't want me. Now I'm here. They don't trust me. They're going to make the, up every the, excuse The best not spot in the NFL, right? Like, there couldn't be a better landing spot for a receiver. So he's... Oh, go ahead, Rick. 
No, I was that. Yeah, like I mean, if anyone's going to use you the way like they get the best out of you, it would probably, it would probably. I mean, be you got Andy, Andy Reid, who's one of the great offensive minds, and Patrick Mahomes, who's the best quarterback. So he's off the injury report for this week. So I would assume they're just going to straight scratch him, right? Oh. Which I mean, is almost what's, what's, like, but but seriously though, like most teams will do that. Now I don't listen. I can't speak for why Kansas City did it, but most teams will usually like rather embarrass you by saying you're healthy enough to play and we're going to scratch you. They like they'll. Yeah, he's dealing with a whatever injury. He's got a hamstring, so we can't right. play because of the hamstring. Right, but what's the one position that you look at the Chiefs and you're like, eh, they're not great at that position? Receiver. Yeah. Well, they still can't get him on the field. Here's it. Well, I think that that is now a choice because if you notice, I was talking, see, with Rick well, before the show yesterday, during, uh, pre, pre-nap of his. Yep. Is this a shot? No. Oh, okay. What concerns me is that the Chiefs, Andy Reid has stopped playing all the guys that could not catch the football or did dumb stuff. Kadarius Toney didn't dress. Miko Hardman, one snap. Uh, I think Justin Ross, I believe zero snaps on offense. So they have scaled this back to basically what we've all seen. This is Mahomes, Kelsey, Pacheco, maybe MVS, and that's it. Yeah, and that's it. Well, it's smart when your defense is as good as their defenses, right? Which is amazing. It's amazing to me that the Chiefs have the defense and the Niners don't. That concerns me. Um, Can I get a moment here? Yes. You're listening to DPH on Rothenberg, 98.7 ESPN, WEPN, FM, New York. Yeah, their defense is their defense is loaded, and they are young. They are willing tacklers, especially at corner. That that concerns me. I, I read something earlier a couple days ago that Brock Purdy, when he got to Vegas, seemed a little not not overtaken by it all, but you could tell he was definitely. Had a little nerves, which who wouldn't? I mean, he's 24 years old in the Super Bowl. Well, you know who won't? Mahomes. Absolutely not. They were actually kind of poking and prodding Niners fans because at the at, during, during this media day week or media week, whatever you want to call it, like at Allegiant Stadium, they've held all these events every night. The Niners fans have been there loud. And they, they've gotten to the point now when they're on stage and stuff, they, you know, they're actually the, the Chiefs players, Mahomes, Kelsey, you can tell how comfortable they are. Uh, addressing the booze, you know, you know, just kind of making fun of the Niners fans there. So they're they're very comfortable in their skin, and that concerns me. I think they're feeding off of it. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. And they're underdogs again. I don't like that either. I have things to be concerned about. You know, Kansas City's defense has only allowed more than twenty four points one time this whole season. Mm-hmm. If that I means th- anything to you, but I think the no, Niners no, no, no. Will, good good stat. I think they'll score in this game. I don't know if they'll they'll score more than twenty four. I think they will score. Will the Niners, um, but it concerns me what the Chiefs will do on the other end. Uh, Aiden Diggs, son of Trayvon Diggs, nephew of Steph Diggs, was at the Pro Bowl, and he caught up with Sauce Gardner. What's good, man? How you doing, man? I see you. Oh, who your uncle? Keep going. Yes. You want to talk trash around. about? Uh, and look what happened. Oh. <laughs> what? He scored on you that week one game. I don't remember that, but <laughs> one song. your uncle good at football, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, no, this is the thing. He gonna dap me up first and then say that though. So I, I looked it up. Um, somebody had, had sourced this. I, I guess the the touchdown he's talking about. Sauce was not the nearest defender. That's still very funny. That's very cute. It is nice. That it kid's is. got some confidence. I like it. Um, 
Speaking of like family and, and sweetness, I have a uh, an email I just received. Mm. Listening to Ray's dad brought me to tears. He didn't even need to say how proud he is of Ray because you can hear it in his voice. Ray's a very lucky man to have a dad like that. His dad clearly knows how lucky he is to have a son like Ray. That was the best birthday gift a son can get from a dad. Ray just moved up to my favorite person on the show. That is nice. Wow. Best Michael. Thank you, Michael. Wow. What a moment. Heartstrings today. We create moments here. That's exactly what we do. (laughs) (laughs) What are you you laughing about? It slices. It dices. (laughs) Mary That's not going away. That's a moment. That's a moment. We didn't say what kind of moment. It slices, it dices, it Mary Ann's. (laughs) We also almost got uh, Big Ray to admit that he basically just wants to pound you into the ground one day. (laughs) Why why do you take such enjoyment in that? Uh, Because I I think it's genuine. Right, but again, why do you take enjoyment in that? Mm, I think because one day, I think in my mind, there's a world where like it happens. And that's what you want? I'd just be interested to see what happens, yeah. So, so Ray's dad shows up to the studios one day. I walk out. He puts me through the wall. And you're like, this is great content. <laughs> Actually, good. it sounds like it would be great content. I can't uh, lie to you. You know what? Honestly. I can't for, lie to you. Listen. The, the worst. What? I've done nothing to, to merit this kind of behavior. Not well, you've done something. Not, not really. Listen, this is not limited to my family. There, there are people I don't know who send me messages, or when I run into them in uh, in the street or at Nixon Rangers games, like, how how do you not pummel Dave? Like, okay, you... first first of all, I've been so nice. You for have such, for you quite have. some time now. I don't. This is very unwarranted. But but this does not discount the fact that that there are times where people. Again, this is not me talking. This is not members of my family talking. This is random people that I meet who listen to the show. Who ask how I don't how I resist the urge to pummel you on site? How, how you resist the urge? You root for the most repulsive team in all of sports, and I have to deal with you every day and some of your nonsense. You ever worried, Dave? There's just you're going to turn the corners, just like a herd of people led by Ray's father, and they just <laughs> like just have their way with you. What does that mean? Like, 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 like Seinfeld, Dave. Like the kids from the dojo that attack Kramer. Uh, like that. Oh, like one guy has a garbage can. One or guy like has who a- doesn't want to wear the ribbon? Yeah. Uh, I, I never thought about I'm it till now. Happy. Well, things to think We're about. We're doing so well. You think, you think, like, I get pummeled, the man shows up, beats me up at work, you think ESPN has to provide security for me now? No, no. 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 I think we'd You'd like, have to provide your own security. I think we'd probably, think. like, make a promo about it or something. I'm sure. Uh, they wanted you to go down Columbus Ave and do Stuff Rothenberg with RJ as your not security. Stuff Rothenberg. Well, right, that's what <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a minute. It wasn't this that. is not the, the, the Thanksgiving version of like, Stump Rothenberg. I feel like that was brought up in the meeting, too, that particular version of not Stump, but uh, Stump Rothenberg. <laughs> I'm not take from that. Take from that what you will. They wanted me to film this. <laughs> I don't think we could film that. Uh, speaking about that, by the way, did you see what the uh, the Chicken Ranch has offered? Uh, the Chicken Ranch, is yeah. that the name of the place? In Vegas? Well, I think that's what they're called, right? I don't know. The, you're the one who found the story. It? I didn't what? see the story. Is, are um, we talking about the place where Lamar, they found Lamar Odom, that ranch? I don't know which ranch. I'm not familiar with the, with the specific <laughs> ranches. The, there's like a bunny. There's a kitty. Which I, one listen, I don't, I don't know. All I know is a Nevada <laughs> brothel has offered the winners of the Super Bowl a there free, as they're calling it, Sex extravaganza. Wow. If you needed more motivation, you got that. No holds barred. Oh. Blowout. I'm rooting for the Niners. <laughs> Go Brock Purdy. 
We could probably set up your life, buddy. We could probably set up a stuff Rothenberg there. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe RJ shows up. Niners win. It's like Debo, come on in. Brock, come on in. Dre, come on in. And who are you, little guy? Oh, I'm RJ. I'm the kicker. Come on in. Oh my god. What? He's a married man. Yeah, but it's not even that. What are you gonna say? Here, come on, little guy. Well, because he gets like six four, six four, six four, and then and then like five four. Like it would be jarring. I'm not five four. First. Wow. And second, don't be bad because our management came up with a new segment of Stuff Rothenberg (laughs) (laughs) that I apparently have to videotape. (laughs) Great. I I want hazard pay for this. (laughs) I did get a concerning email just now, by the way. I don't know where we're going to post this content, but sure. It's 8.07. I still don't see the first hour of the podcast anywhere. Is RJ and Raymond sleeping? No, it's coming. Oh, my God. It's coming. I'm just, listen, I'm bringing it to your attention. I know. I understand. I apologize. I have one more step to complete, but I was grabbing audio. I was... You, got a lot. He, you guys don't realize how much work he does every morning. I was working on the Woj trade, which which we, we were negotiating the the pieces. We we swapped out an unnamed piece for Scott Perry, who will yeah. join us at nine thirty. That was a, that was a good trade for you. There's a, there's a lot going on. I feel like it's trade deadline day for us too. Uh, we talked about this earlier, but never actually played it. And then we'll get to the the DHF. Uh, Eli Manning also at the Pro Bowl. I'm Eli Manning. I'm nice. Tom Brady's the GOAT. Sight! I beat him twice! I love it. I guys went crazy. Have you ever seen the do you see the video that day? Yeah. Would you see the way he was dressed too? Yeah. How, he that guy is awesome. Really. And this is not because I'm a Giants fan. Raymond would admit he, he's a Cowboys fan. Eli is awesome. Yeah, he's I mean he's sneaky funny too. He and he's so likable. Yeah, like he plays like this. Oh shucks, is me and right? like listen to some of the people. Like even McAfee was talking about. It. I guess he went on a golf trip with those guys, and he's like, "You got to make sure at all times you're ready when when Eli's around, because it's like he's he's gonna go right after you. He's locked and loaded." So I lied. I have one more story. I, I was I was tempted I was tempted to leave this out because I don't want to. Oh, bring! I love these stories. I don't know if you're gonna love this one. Oh no. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Buck Showalter spoke, and uh, this. he he shed some light about the uh, load management in Major League Baseball, and he was on uh, fall territory, and this was what's, what's that a podcast? Okay, show podcast, and uh, so there was a game in, in September where Brandon Nimmo hit a, a couple of doubles and a triple, and did not play the next day. And this is what Showalter said. He said. Uh, uh, we had a guy that had a triple, two doubles. They came in and said he probably needs a day off because he ran around too many bases. Oh, my God. So what do you want me to tell him? Don't get any hits. You can play the next <laughs> That's day. That's right. Go, strike out so you don't have to, to move your body, and then you play tomorrow. So he said, I had to go out there and tell Brandon Nemo he's not playing today because he did do well last night. That is awful. And, and it's not like he ran a mini marathon. He ran from home to second twice and then home to third once. That's what these managers are dealing with right now, man. It's pathetic. It's unbelievable. Can you imagine that? Guy, guy has three extra base hits in a game, which is an amazing feat. And the next day they tell him, you know what? Ride the pine, pal. That right, is probably, probably feels great, too. Like, on now right. we're rolling. Let's go. That is really bad that that somebody like ver- – that's the first time I've heard something like that verbalized. Because in baseball, like, we'll see – like, I, I can't tell you how many times. It's like a, a, a rite of passage in the summer at least once a week where somebody's out – and like the, the on the K show, they play like Yankee lineup roulette. Like who's out? Who? Which guy that had three hits last night is out tonight? 
And to actually hear somebody verbalize it is Yeah, like, but, but to learn that the reason that he wasn't playing the next day is because he ran too much. Because he ran 180 feet and then he ran 270. I mean, it's too much. Just, it's it's too so much. jarring. All right, Raymond. Taking an Uber to and from your own bank robbery. Did it happen? Next thing you know, he calls the chicken police on me. In Florida. The Florida Panthers, I was coaching. Yeah, you don't care. No. All right, so this one from uh, John Winthrop. He was in so inspired by the brunch yesterday, he's sending DF stories. Really? Yeah, so um, so there are times where certain areas, a beach perhaps, we'll call it, is close to the public, whether due to hours, weather. Is this season. a nude beach story? Um, I, I don't know if this man was nude. He may have been. Mm-hmm. I can't confirm that. So when the beach is closed, you obviously cannot... Peruse it at your own, um, at your at your own expense. I guess the rule also applies, and you'll be shocked to hear this: to driving on the beach. So if you can't walk on the beach, you can't drive on the beach. And what you definitely cannot do is drive on the beach into the water. Can't do that. So you'd imagine that police rather confused. They get a call that a white pickup truck is driving through the shallow end of the waves. What, he's actually driving into the water? Yeah, not like straight into the water, more like parallel to the waves. Gotcha. If that makes sense. Not like perpendicular, driving straight <laughs> into the ocean. Right. He's, so, he's done. <laughs> so, um, at one point... The Did he dr- think it was amphibious? Maybe. The driver, uh, he is seen attempting to do a donut in the water, and that's where he gets stuck. <laughs> Uh, when police finally caught up to him and asked him what on earth I don't even he- think I need to hear any more of this, i got to be honest with you. I, 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 I feel, I'll just go ahead and preemptively say, yeah, this is definitely Florida. Police finally caught up to him. We talked about a man uh, at brunch yesterday being uh, in a different zip code mentally. Uh, I think this man was as well because the police asked him, what are you doing? And he said, wait, this isn't England? Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. When he thought he had made it across. This guy, this, this guy checks all the boxes. Beach, white pickup truck, into the waves. Not all mental. This is Florida. This is definitely Florida. Wow. Birthday boy, Raymond Santiago. Okay. And, he, and, he's, and he's never like this. And, and, yeah. and you know what? If it's not Florida, I'll leave the show. I'm done for wow. the day. Wow. Which means that he saw the story. No, I didn't see you, the story. You can't have that level of confidence. But, but, I, I just Plus the fact that it came from John, I feel like this is Florida. That wouldn't be good for me if he's wrong, too. Then I have to do the rest of the work. Right. He did say today, though. He said he'd leave the show today. Yeah. Yeah, I got to listen. In, thought I was in England, he said? I guess he thought he made I, it. I got to tell you. He last drove, weekend, like, to the shallow end of the of the ocean or whatever? And yes. He, and he thought he was in England? He was just following the shoreline, you know, over yeah. to England. Uh, I, last week, no feel for the story this week. If this, I'm with Ray. If this is in Florida, then I quit. I, I felt the same way. But hearing the conviction that Raymond has, and it is his birthday... I got to go Florida. Well, you're all correct. Yes. Uh, This is uh, Volusia County, which I guess is near near Daytona Beach. Not England, though. Not England. close to England? No. Florida. roads. Like Okachakee or whatever. Not Okachakee. Right in the the heart of the state. It's not... not, I mean, Uh, there is a lake there, but it's not... not, You can't drive to England. Yeah, so good job by all of you. Uh, That's nice. Good job by you. Just happy to be here. This was the guy at the diner yesterday. Who knows? Could have been. Oh, Audrey, you got all this extra energy from all those pancakes you smashed yesterday. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, but there was those fruit panca- on top, too. Those pancakes looked delicious, yeah, though. They really did. Yeah, they did. It was uh, very heavy, though. And Rick got a gorgeous bowl of fruit. 
And you were jealous. I tried to feed John the banana with the uh, – he wouldn't take it. I was jealous because it was such a good call. I, come on, man. It was nice. It had beautiful variety it, of fruit it in was, there, too. I'm listening. I, I, that's why I was jealous. How well, about next this time email? we go. Next time we go, you get a bowl of fruit. I definitely will. This email, Randy Gordon, says, Your show makes me feel like I'm a superhero. Dave has superpowers. He's elite. Randy Gordon. Rob it slices. It dices. It Marianne's. Uh, That's not that nice. Uh, listen, you said it. And that clip, like you said, will be in the system forever. It'll, that will never, ever, ever go away. Never. Ever. <laughs> How about you bring, out, you bring up Ron Papil out of nowhere? <laughs> That's a good pull. Thank you. Thank Real you. Real good. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.